Well, as we see in this final discourse uh, in the Gospel of John, uh, we are now getting Jesus's uh, discourse about the Holy Spirit. And we are anticipating, of course, the Feast of Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit into our lives. And uh, these discourses are, are truly great because John is really trying, you know, to plumb the depths, right, of, uh, of uh, what the Holy Spirit is, is going to do. And of course, we've seen up to this point that uh, the Holy Spirit is going to inspire us. So that is to say, give us, you know, a, a kind of not only a sense of God's truth, but it's going to inspire us with the passion, uh, you know, to deliver the truths that we are given to understand by the Spirit. So uh, we call it divine inspiration, this sort of divine inspiration that, that emits, uh, you know, itself as kind of a charisma, right? As, a, you know, a, a passionate, you know, belief uh, in, in, in this comes from the Spirit. And, and the Spirit's going to protect us. Right. So the, the spirit uh, we've seen is, is going to help us uh, along the way, just as we've seen with St. Paul in the Acts of the Apostles. He's, you know, going through these storms. He's getting thrown out of town and, you know, he's getting released from prison. And the spirit is really active, helping them, not just guiding them, but protecting them. So we see that the spirit also inspires. The spirit also protects. The spirit also guides, right? And, and we see in, in throughout the Acts of the Apostles the, the same guidance, right? That uh, um, is is given. You know, Paul is literally told, and Peter is told what to do. Almost, you know, they they have that sense. You know, not that the Spirit's coming and going, Paul, here, here's what you do. But there's something drawing them, you know, to go to the various cities that they're visiting and, and to continue their missionary endeavors with a great deal of confidence. So these powers of the Spirit are, are, are you know, very, very obviously manifest that, that Jesus is... Uh, promised, uh, you know, and of course the advocate is referring to the Holy Spirit, the advocate that, that Jesus ha has promised. So now we get another uh, element of it, and, and uh, it's not just that the Spirit's going to inspire, protect, and guide, but the Spirit's going to lead us to, quote, unquote, all truth. So in other words, the Spirit is even going to enable us to sort of get this global understanding uh, of the whole uh, of truth. That, that's even a global understanding you know, of God's power. And we're going to see that in these great movements in the church and in, you know, in the church councils and the great philosophical movements that, that, that take place. The whole you know, arena of our souls and just the, you know, the, the preciousness of, of our transcendent nature into which we are born. The whole arena of Christ's redemption and what it means. The whole arena of spirituality. I mean, and we're going to be able even to put it together. I mean, not all of us are going to be able to put it together like St. Paul or St. Thomas Aquinas or St. Augustine. I mean, they had these really comprehensive intellects that could kind of handle it. But we're going to be able to intuit the whole, is, is what John is saying. And we get this great example in today's first reading of this sort of intuition of the whole, right? So Paul's going over there at the Areopagus, right? And, and he's, he's uh, uh, looking around at all these various saints, uh, all these, uh, you know, various gods that are there. And he's trying to figure out, how am I going to get to the Athenians, right? 
the Athenians, they live in their heads, just like me, right? I mean, they're definitely in the head. And of course, they're very different from a lot of the other Greeks. They have these great schools, they have these great traditions of intellect and philosophy. And of course, who is so integral to Athens? Why, it's, uh, it's Plato and Aristotle. And here's the super intuition of the Holy Spirit, a super intuition of the whole of truth given by the Holy Spirit that comes to Paul out of the blue. He sees this monument to an unknown God and he puts it together for the Athenians, right? He just starts telling them, I see you have a monument to the unknown God. Let me tell you who he is. He's not some God that fits comfortably into some sanctuary made by human hands. It's quite the opposite. He creates the sanctuary for us to live in. The whole universe is but a thought in God's mind. And these Athenians are going, this sounds familiar. It sounds like Plato. And indeed, like the first cause of Aristotle. You know, there's, oh, of course, Paul... He's reeling them in now. You know, the mind is now appealed to, and then he's talking to them about their transcendent nature and their soul and their need for redemption. And finally, he says, you know, that Jesus is the one who's brought redemption and he's risen from the dead. And of course, they, some of them, you know, rising from the dead? No. You know, they can't take it. You know, some of them start scoffing. But others because of the context in which Paul is presented, this huge global philosophy that takes into consideration not just the Jewish heritage, but the Platonic and Aristotelian heritage that he's blending together in this grand vision that he's presenting to these very intelligent guys hanging around the Areopagus, right? They're, they're, they're literally listening to him. And others, though, they say, hey, Come back here. We'd, we'd like to talk to you some more about this. He's got him hooked. And that's really how the Spirit works. You know, he gets us hooked. He gives the inspiration not just to the apostles, but to even the likes of us to go out into the world and get people hooked. To get people hooked on the goodness of grace, the grandeur of God, the evidence for God and the soul, the grandeur of, of, of redemption in Christ Jesus our Lord, the freedom from the darkness into the light of Christ. I mean, to get us hooked on the rightness of this truth, on the rightness of this goodness, so that our hearts are quaking as our heads are aching. And of course, when it had all come together, we will want to follow. And this is precisely what's happening. The very power promised by Jesus in the Gospel of John is the very power of you know, this, this grand vision of all truth is being used by Paul to hook the Athenians and to bring them and a whole generation of philosophers into the Christian church who will be in its you know, in subsequent uh, decades, it's real, real intellectual force to move ahead in the missionary spirit into the world. Amen.